0: daily show podcast your podcast source for movie and tv related news it's may 4th 2018 i'm michael
1: and i'm shannon
0: are any movies opening this weekend
1: yep tully marlo a mother of three including a newborn is gifted a night nanny by her brother hesitant to the extravagance at first marlo comes to form a unique bond with a thoughtful surprising and sometimes challenging young nanny named tully directed by jason reitman and Diablo Cody, their third movie together following Juno and Young Adult. Stars Charlize Theron, Mackenzie Davis, and Mark Duplass.
0: Uh, so Tully has 90% tomato meter right now. That's 89 reviews, 80 fresh, 9 rotten. That's, That's... pretty high.
1: Yeah, that's looking real good. I kinda wanna see it.
0: Me too. Also out this weekend, Bad Samaritan. A valet, Robert Sheen, develops a clever scam to burglarize the houses of rich customers. Things go smoothly until he robs the wrong customer, David Tennant, and discovers a woman, Carrie Condon, being held captive in his home. Afraid of going to prison, he leaves the woman there and makes a call to the police, who find nothing when they investigate. Now the ballet must endure the wrath of the kidnapper who seeks revenge on him, all while desperately trying to find and rescue the captive woman he left behind. This is directed by Dean Devlin and written by Brandon Boyce.
1: I think the bad guy is the one from Jessica Jones, the bad guy in the first season.
0: Yes. Yeah, he's...
1: He's so creepy.
0: He's one of the Doctor Who's... I know that. Oh, really? Yeah. I think that's his big claim to fame. But yes, he was also the purple guy. Purple guy? He wore a lot of purple. Did I it? think he was actually purple in the comic. Oh. And I feel like his name might have something to do. Like his bad guy name might have something with purple in it.
1: But um, this one has 60%, which is fresh, but just barely. It
0: sounds like it could be an interesting concept.
1: It actually it looked... Could fairly suspenseful in the uh, trailer It it actually looked like it could be pretty good like you know for that kind of movie like thriller type thing also out in limited release this week overboard A spoiled, wealthy yacht owner, played by Eugenio Derbez, is thrown overboard and becomes the target of revenge from his mistreated employee, played by Anna Faris. This is a remake of the 1987 film of the same name. It also stars Eva Longoria and Mel Rodriguez, written and directed by Bob Fisher and Rob Greenberg. And I
0: I was surprised this was a limited release. This is, I started writing it up, I assumed it was a wide release. And then I just left all that stuff in there.
1: And it's got no tomato meter. That's a really bad sign.
0: I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Were you a Um, big fan of the original? I
1: actually, I was. I thought it was really funny. Um, I don't know. This is like gender swapped. Uh, I don't know.
0: We'll see. This is, it could be funny. I mean, she's usually pretty funny. It's got Mel Rodriguez. He's uh, Todd from Last Man on Earth.
2: Mm -hmm. He's He's funny. He's pretty funny.
0: Also out, son of Bigfoot. A teenage boy journeys to find his missing father, only to discover that he's actually Bigfoot. This is animated.
1: Yeah, and it's at 78%, which is pretty high.
0: Yeah, that seems surprising.
1: Mm, surprising to me after watching the trailer. I didn't think it looked very promising. How
0: many reviews does it have?
1: Only 18, mm. so... But
0: still, I mean, usually if something's really bad, you know, it'll it, start yeah. showing by then.
1: Then finally, the cleanse... A heartbroken man attends a spiritual retreat to cleanse himself and fix his broken life. There he meets a fellow lost soul, and together they discover that the cleanse releases more than everyday toxins, a lot more. Oh yes, I watched the trailer for this a while ago. This looked really funny. Um, this is uh, David, I mean... Um,
0: Johnny Galecki.
1: Yeah, Johnny Galecki. <laughs> yeah. It'll always when I looked, be David from Roseanne.
0: When I look this up on imdb it had like a date of 2016 so i don't know if it originally was filmed or felt film, was filmed a while and sat on the shelf or
1: hmm. but it's getting good reviews so far there's only 14 but it's at 79
0: just based on the title i assumed it was some sort of purge ripoff but I guess not. This based, is like a
1: dietary cleanse. Right,
0: based on that description, it doesn't seem that and way. And it's, it's really d- it funny, it sounds, no, whatever comes
1: life. out of him, it, like, comes to life and is talking to him. It's, like, really, like, weird humor, it looks like. Um, okay. I don't know, but it looked, it, it made me have laugh. You will let me know how it is. <sighs> You're not going to watch it? I don't know. Okay. Any news this week?
0: Yes. According to the Playlist mitch hurwitz tweeted an open letter letting fans know that he had remixed or re-edited season four of arrested development ahead of season five's release later this summer the remixed version is 22 episodes and will feature all the blutes in each episode more akin to the original first three seasons the original season four which came out in 2013 was 15 individual stories focused on one character each episode and it was not as well received I think, by a lot of fans as the first three seasons.
1: So is it, I, I thought I heard that this is going to be in chronological order.
0: Yeah, so it's going to be in chronological order, and it's supposed to, I don't know if it's going to feature all the Bluths in each episode, but I think it's supposed to be more like what it used to be and not just focused on...
1: I kind of want to watch it. I, I think I had trouble with what... What the heck was going on in that season, and keeping everything straight? Yeah, he took away a little bit from the enjoyment of it. He
0: likened it to Rashomon, um, where you're getting like different versions of things and in different orders, and not necessarily knowing what went on. I, I watched it again not that long ago. It's, it's. I mean, you just have to watch it a few times. It was still enjoyable. I mean, part of it too was the whole all these. Actors are very busy now, so he had to kind of film what he could film with who he had at certain points. So it was oh. probably easier to do one episode with just one character, one or two characters, than trying to get all, what, seven eight characters? I didn't realize
1: it was just like a practical choice like that. Oh I no, I'm,
0: I'm pretty sure it was... I thought it was an
1: artistic choice. No,
0: I don't think so. I think it was very much driven by scheduling conflicts and when he could get people because a lot of times i think there's only like one scene with all the characters and like some of them are digitally inserted and really it's like it's kind if you look at it you can kind of tell like it was filmed at different times no it's so we'll see i i want to see how he re-edits it but i'm looking forward to season five too he said there's gonna be a release date on that pretty soon, too. Like.
1: Alright. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it, too. Per The Hollywood Reporter, director Julius Avery is in negotiations to helm The Heavy. A superhero movie, J.J. Abrams' Bad Robot is producing for Paramount. Daniel Casey wrote the script. The project is described as a subversive take on the superhero genre. No other details at this time.
0: Sounds like that could be good.
1: Yeah, I'm not familiar with either the director or the screenwriter. They look—they both seem like they haven't done that much yet, so we'll see. This isn't going
0: to be tied into the Cloverfield universe, is it?
1: There's no word on that yet.
0: But it probably will be. <laughs> Maybe. According to TV Line, HBO has announced that Westworld has been renewed for a third season, just days after the second season premiered. The second season premiere was watched by 2.1 million viewers, which is on par with the first season finale and a bit more than the first season premiere. Uh, additionally, according to Variety, Hulu has renewed The Handmaid's Tale for a third season. Just one week after the debut of its second season.
1: Yeah, these shows are doing well. And Hulu also revealed that Castle Rock will premiere on the streaming service on July 25th. So pretty soon. That is the show we've talked about before. If you don't remember, it's a Stephen King show with like different stories woven together. Not really sure exactly, but a, a horror thriller type. And has
0: thing. Sissy Spacek involved? In I mind. think so. And this, is, this also involves J.J. Abrams, right?
1: I believe it does, yeah.
0: Okay. He's all over the place. Mm-hmm. According to The Wrap, in what would be her first regular role in a U.S. TV series, Salma Hayek has signed on to lead and executive produce a pilot for Amazon by Imagine, which will be directed and executive produced by Paul Feig. The comedy is set in the world of international diplomacy in London, with Hayek playing an ambassador-type role. So this could be funny. I mean, Paul Feig, mm-hmm. Salma Hayek, It's pretty funny or at least she was pretty funny on 30 30 Rock
1: Rock. yeah Yeah. I immediately thought of that too I'm like yeah I guess she wasn't a regular on that show but she was in a lot of episodes and she was funny
0: yep so I'll definitely watch it if it goes to series
1: yeah me too comingsoon.net reports following his acclaimed role in the 2017 biographical drama Stronger Jake Gyllenhaal will return to the biopic genre with the upcoming film The American Gyllenhaal will portray Leonard Bernstein the celebrated conductor of the New York Philharmonic at the young age of 25 who went on to compose music for major productions including West Side Story, Peter Pan, and On the Waterfront, but who has struggled privately with rising to his and the public's expectations for his work. He's going to play a 25-year-old? Isn't Jake Gyllenhaal a little old I that? believe he's
0: older than that.
1: <laughs> I believe so too.
0: Once you going to stop doing all these biopics and... Uh, do Prince of Persia too? That's the real question.
1: No thanks.
0: In an interview with UK Finance, the source for all the entertainment news, John Boyega has hinted that there will be a time jump in between episode 8 and episode 9. The first step is growing out my hair, so you can wait for the trailer to see why, he said. And that's not necessarily that surprising. I feel like there has to be a time jump. The resistance slash... Rebellion is in pretty bad shape at the end of episode eight. Mm-hmm. I feel like the episode be
1: eight took took up really soon after episode right. seven ended, like, so that's different
0: days, if not hours. Mm-hmm. But normally, I mean, in between episode four and five, there was three years, and in between episode five and six, there was like six months. And in between episode one and two, there was ten years. And in between episode two and three, there was like two to three years. So the time frame between episode seven and eight was definitely the shortest.
1: Mm-hmm. Why don't they give us those specifically in the crawl? <laughs> Six months later, blah, blah, blah. Well,
0: you don't really need to know. I guess
1: not. Deadline.com reports Netflix prevailed to win an auction for Failsafe, a Vault Comics title that will be scripted by Black Panther co-writer Joe Robert Cole as a producing and potential starring vehicle for Michael B. Jordan. The protagonist is John Ravain, a legendary insurgent hunter who thought he had executed the last nanotech-enhanced super-soldier in a personal battle that included the kidnap of his daughter. A decade later, it becomes clear that sleeper agents scattered around the country are activating in an attempt to take over New York, and the government leader who pressed him into duty last time has been exposed as corrupt. So the article said, Michael B. Jordan is in high demand right now and so oh, he that is definitely yeah I mean everybody loved him in uh, Black Panther so much so he is definitely producing but whether he will star in it will we won't know till later he's going to wait for the script to come in and then decide all right if he can fit it into his busy schedule
0: could be exciting yeah and finally Isabella Monaire has been cast as Dora the Explorer in the live-action Dora the Explorer movie for Paramount, due out August 2nd, 2019. James Bobbin will direct. The screenplay was written by Nick Stoller, the writer and director behind films, including The Muppets and Neighbors, and Danielle Sanchez-Wittell. Nick so, Stoller
1: helped write the first Muppet?
0: So Nick Stoller wrote both The Muppets and The Muppets Most Wanted, and James Bobbin directed both films oh okay so they've worked together a bunch so this could be it could be good
1: and now let's take a sponsor break
0: what's the deal with dvds what it's where seinfeld is seinfeld we're on dvd now anything new on streaming this week
1: yeah a few things netflix has a bunch of original stuff kong king of the apes season two Dear White People, volume two. Busted, season one, that's a Korean show. Endgame, this is a documentary. Facing an inevitable outcome, terminally ill patients meet extraordinary medical practitioners seeking to change our approach to life and death. A little help with Carol Burnett. Uh, The Netflix description is comedy icon, Carol Burnett returns to TV with a panel of clever kids who help adults and celebrity guests solve their problems with brutal honesty.
0: She's got to be pretty up there in age at this point.
1: Yeah, she must be. My next guest needs no introduction. With David Letterman, is going to have Tina Fey, Uh, *The Rain* Season One. Six years after a brutal virus wipes out most of Scandinavia's population, two siblings join a band of young survivors seeking safety and answers. That one looks interesting, but I'm kind of over like the like post-apocalyptic shows. Mm. I
0: think I think uh, watch after a while.
1: You know the walking dead really burned me on them like i don't know if i can watch this but it actually looks really good anon uh is a netflix film in a future where technology has rendered privacy obsolete this is the future isn't this already happening a detective investigates a serial assassin who has been deleted from all visual records and Forgive Us Our debts is another Netflix film. Threatened by creditors, a newly unemployed man agrees to work for a debt collector, but soon discovers his deal with the devil has unexpected costs. And finally, Manhunt, which is a new John Woo film. He, he took a few years off, so this is kind of a comeback. And interesting that he made a film with Netflix.
0: Netflix is the place to be. Yep. Coming to Amazon, Last Flag Flying. This is an Amazon original movie. Uh, This is directed by Academy Award nominee and Golden Globe winner Richard Linklater. The story follows three Vietnam War vets who reunite after 30 years and embark on a bittersweet road trip to bury a young Marine killed in the Iraq war.
1: I want to see this. I mean, anything Richard Linklater does.
0: Yep. You're a big fan. Yeah. And also 40 days and 40 nights.
1: Yep, HBO got Being Serena, which is a documentary series premiere. Being Serena is a documentary series chronicling tennis icon Serena Williams at a pivotal moment in her personal and professional life, and also Lady Macbeth.
0: Stars got I Love You Philip Morris, The Men Who Stare at Goats, and Which Way Is Up. So last week we ran two polls. One, what's your favorite lesser Marvel Cinematic Universe movie?
1: Coming in first place with 35%, The Incredible Hulk. What? Yeah. That's surprising. Tied for second and third, Iron Man 2 and Avengers Age of Ultron. And last place, Thor, The Dark World.
0: Yeah. People really didn't like that Thor. I thought they hated Iron Man 2 even more. I don't know. I didn't think I anybody
1: liked the Incredible Hulk? I don't
0: think so either. Maybe people. Are that's the one
1: I'm the... always forgetting is even a Marvel movie, yeah. even you know in this right
0: because they replaced the main guy.
1: Yeah, right exactly.
0: So maybe people are confusing it with the Ang Lee version. I don't know. So <laughs> as I said last week, I think Avengers would have been Avengers: Age of Ultron would have been my choice. Mm-hmm. All right, and the other poll we r- ran was favorite Marvel Cinematic Universe movie not lesser, the good ones. Greater.
1: So this one was kind of a close one. Uh, Thor Ragnarok came in first place, but with only 30% of the vote. Black Panther in second with 27%, The Avengers in third with 26%, and Iron Man with 17% in last place. So, I mean, there's a lot of fans of all four of these films, so it's spread out.
0: Yeah, but definitely Iron Man the least. And so... Let's Even though see. Iron Man was a huge hit. Yep, and the first one. So Thor Ragnarok got the most votes on this one, and it got the least votes. the The dark the Dark World got the least votes on the other one.
1: So yeah,
0: that's, that's a that's a pretty big scale there, I guess. That, I mean,
1: and this is the one where he suddenly gets funny, right?
0: I guess so. Um, I mean, he's always. I mean, at least in like the Avengers films, he's a little—he's kind of funny. I think Joss Whedon.
1: But I heard they brought in the writer-director from Thor: Ragnarok to make him funnier for the new Avengers. Oh really? Yeah. I didn't hear that. Yeah, uh, I heard. I heard that. I heard the actor read the script and was like, "This isn't as funny as I was in the last one." You need take a watiti.
0: So this week we're going to run a poll, what other animated kids show would make a good live action movie to tie in with the news item about the of the Explorer movie. So Powerpuff Girls, Voltron, The Magic School Bus, and Phineas and Ferb. I think you know what mine is going to be. (laughs) Voltron? Yep.
1: Yeah, I would say The Powerpuff Girls. I think that could make a good movie.
0: I have super strong feelings for Voltron. (laughs)
1: Oh wow. I okay. will
0: I would definitely watch a Voltron movie.
1: I, I think the magic school bus could be kinda cute. Um. Not
0: as magical as Voltron would be. <laughs> so let us know what you think. Daily show pod on Twitter and we'll discuss the results next week.
1: And that's our show. If you have any feedback, you can email us at feedback at dailyshow.com. Our Facebook page is Daily Show. Our Twitter account is Daily Show Pod. Our website is dailyshow.com. Hope you enjoyed the show. Talk to you next time. Daily
0: Show on, Daily Show off.